0: you experience
1: another episode of the Anarchist Experience, episode 387, aka Year 8, Week 15, coming at you this week. As always, I am your host, Mr. Richie Rich, along with MC and
2: KS, KS.
1: and since this is your regularly scheduled Saturday broadcast on the old clubhouse, uh, if you want to listen live or participate, uh, you can find us there. The club is the Anarchist Experience, or you can add me at riches for rich R-I-C-H-E-S, the number 4, R-I-C-H to get the little notification uh, when we start the room and start the live broadcast. Um, yeah. So we do this uh, around 4 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday afternoon. So if you're looking, you know, for something to listen to or participate in around that time, uh, that's when to get on that. old clubhouse. Oh, and all of a sudden I'm getting an echo and you guys are getting feedback.
2: No, I would, I, I thought I would look on <clears throat> the clubhouse app, but it, it just seemed to make noises when I clicked on it. So don't click on it. Yeah. Okay. Well,
1: well because you were starting to listen to this particular broadcast, and he was
2: like, "Well, I was, see other people yeah. on his phone, but I don't know how to see that on my phone." there is
0: oh. Yeah, you would have to open it, but you'd also have to mute it.
2: Oh, okay, that's what <laughs> yeah. it is. Okay, okay.
1: Yeah, there is uh, a couple of people in the i um, in the in the gallery, I guess in the, in the room. Others in the room. So welcome. Familiar welcome. people
2: or just unfamiliar people?
1: Um, I'm going to say mostly familiar. I think, uh, I know one of them and the other one, I'm not going to say any names, um, but I think his message in the past that he's been listening for quite some time and now just listens uh, when he broadcast. So he's been in the room before. I recognize that he's been in the room and he's listened to shows before. So thank you for tuning in, spread the message, spread the word, tell your friends, all that fun stuff. I don't care.
0: Um, what is going on with you guys this week? Um... I saw something hilarious. I, you know, it couldn't have possibly been uh, intentional, <laughs> right? Are we, um, what are we, are we talking about? Dark Brandon. We are the, uh, yeah, and <laughs> so he, so Brandon gave a speech where behind him was basically dark red lights, and he's going off on uh, why we need the government and. <laughs> Uh, basically, we 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 have to stop Trump because yes. even though Trump has been out of office for two years, he's still doing stuff. <laughs> what is he doing? Aside, <laughs> aside he's from stealing national golf secrets, aside from stealing
1: national secrets, let's.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, it, it's he. The left is so stuck on him, and I guess I guess what they're trying to say is uh, like keep caring about us and the only the only reason you should care about the democrats is because they're anti-trump okay i guess that's the angle they're going for and so if they don't care about the democrats then the republicans are going to win the midterms and and doom i guess (laughs) okay (laughs) that's it that's the story
1: (laughs) yeah i mean i saw i saw the imagery and i immediately thought it was a meme right and then i saw more of the imagery and i went holy shit this is real because i I mean the first thing that came to my mind was the fictional movie v for vendetta right like that's you know that's that's the that's the imagery of the fictional fascist regime in the movie and then there are other people comparing it to you know the the soviets and the Nazis and Hitler. Uh, So someone post guy is calling Biden sniffler now in, because that's hilarious too. Um, And I went, Holy shit. I can't, I can't believe right. That someone on their team pays so little attention that they didn't think this was a bad idea or they thought this was a good idea uh, and then let it go. And then I see reports of like, cnn at least realizing that this is a terrible idea and trying to color shift
0: the image yeah <laughs> so it could have been it's not color as nazi and it, and it could blood have just red been the, it could have been the camera's auto white balancing catching up to all the red in, in the picture and, and, and shifting it but okay who knows? either way you know just either way unbelievable it's not, it's not a good look um
1: and then they catch and, him, right? Doing the hand, the fists up in the air pose, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right next to the fictional leader in V for Vendetta, right next to Hitler's fist
0: in the air thing. And Dark Brandon is born. Yeah. It's wonderful. Um, it, it shows, you know, them in their, their clown universe being clowns, so.
1: Yeah. And, and, and again, like
0: I said this before the show started,
1: uh, this is the greatest timeline, right? Like if you can, if you can survive this, right? Like just, you know, get through this time. It is such, Oh man, the meme is clown world. It is such a clown world that all you can do is enjoy the ride, um, and laugh at all this absolute nonsensical crap that's going on. Um, Does it have, you know, long-running implications on how you live? Sure. Um, But what what can you do? What can the average person do at this point, uh, you know, with with what's going on? And to to have, you know, the press secretary, right, like with, with all this imaging going down, to say that if you don't share the opinions of the majority, you are by definition an extremist, right?
0: that's 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 a funny one yeah
1: also hilarious um but to juxtapose that against like her president right who's got like a 50 something percent disapproval rating right like most people don't like this guy which makes the people who do the extremists
0: (laughs) well that's the way I would put it too. Like, right. uh, how, how long is it going to take for them to wake up and be like, yeah, this guy is no good. Like, so obviously Brandon doesn't have a clue. Right. And the people controlling him like a puppet don't have a clue as evidenced by dark Brandon.
2: Right. I, I guess. Could, could you tell me again what dark Brandon is? Cause well, I, Brandon, I this Brandon is.
0: is a meme because this race car driver uh, named Brandon. Yeah. Name Brandon was, was at a, at a track and, and the crowd started yelling, uh, fuck Joe Biden. And, and the TV reporter was saying, Oh, they're, they're saying let's go Brandon because they didn't want the, <laughs> oh, okay. the, the the people watching just to, to hear the F word. And, 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 you know, maybe, maybe she cared about Joe Biden. Maybe not, who knows, but she changed it to, to let's go Brandon. So the meme became, uh, every time, you know, somebody wanted to say fuck Joe Biden, they said they would say instead the much more friendly version let's go brandon, <laughs> brandon. and everybody would just know what anyway. they meant by <laughs> let's go brandon and someone so- actually
1: got on air like they were some like cnbc or whatever had an interview with joe biden they were they were taking callers from anyone who could get in and some guy got in on the call and asked his question or whatever and joe biden answers like hey, yeah let's go brandon and then Joe Biden was like, yeah, let's go, Brandon.
2: You know, <laughs> <laughs> so so he was clueless about it. Completely yeah. clueless. It actually re- reminds me of the deplorable remark about uh, that uh, Hillary Clinton made, that that backfired on her, I guess, uh, when she was trying to put down uh, the Trump supporters in such a way that it actually they they instead of feeling shamed and embarrassed, they they jumped on it and took it up and. And threw it back at her. I mean, it was a, it it uh, had the reverse effect.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, and so then the dark part is just from this. Uh, from this, this particular seat. speech that he gave. Yeah, he gave a speech, and behind him is just all dark and red, and it looked evil. It looked like out of a movie. <laughs> it looked straight out of *V for Vendetta*, if you remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the guys up there. We need to, you know, convince you that. That you need us and you know <laughs> giving you know shaking his hands and 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 Biden was doing that. He was doing the scene, man. <laughs> like totally. With,
1: with like silhouettes, <laughs> silhouettes of the Marines standing in the background. Like he had he had you yeah. know he had the military standing behind him as he's as he's giving this speech, um, basically calling all Trump supporters extremists saying that yeah. anyone who doesn't support Joe Biden is a threat to democracy itself.
0: I am democracy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he is democracy, just like Dr. Fauci is science. Yeah, <laughs> Science is retiring, though, so, you know, Biden's next. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it's, it's, again, you have to...
2: Why does he have soldiers in the back background of him? Good Maybe fucking question.
0: Because well, it's, it, it's to show his authority. You yeah. know, that's yeah. of course, I mean, he's, somebody's got to back him, you know? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, that, that's really it. You know, it's because of, you know, there was another meme floating around. Uh, it's funny because it's also from, um, Phineas and Ferb. It's like, a, it's a Dr. smirch meme. If you're familiar with that show, great cartoon, by the way. Uh, and it says like, if I had a nickel, for every time Joe Biden has threatened, uh, American citizens with like, you know, uh, F-15s and nuclear weapons. Um, uh, well, I'd have two nickels. It doesn't sound like much, but it is odd <laughs> that it happened twice, you know? <laughs> so in his, in his quest to grab the guns, right? Joe Biden has said, well, you, you're not going to fight the American government with AR-15s. Uh, because you, you would need like F-15s and nuclear weapons. Like we, we have those because we've got the nukes. Okay. Like, you know, they'll, <laughs> you know, and then he said it again in this speech, basically saying that, the, you know, you, you have those people, those extremists out to take down American democracy. Uh, you have no chance. You would need F-15s and nuclear weapons to beat the greatest military power in the world as the Marines are standing behind him, Right basically call you know half the half the country's extremists and we're willing you know they're willing to commit violence against them is the implication if not you know because he didn't actually say those words but it's the implication of what he was saying uh odd that it's happened twice
2: you know so yeah this is the 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 behavior of of extreme desperation just before the election you know what two months before the election that he would uh resort to these kinds of measures instead of instead of he could have just dismissed yeah. and ignored yeah exactly but instead he's hyping it up and making it uh you know, a challenge and this kind of a threat
0: and, yeah. and but he's also bringing up the only thing that you know unites people against him you know the, <laughs> trump is worse than me like oh really <laughs> <laughs> like are you sure <laughs> like you you haven't analyzed that very well have you <laughs>
1: Well, and, and and in doing so, right, um, basically singled out not all like he he tried he tried to reach out to moderate Republicans, right? Because he was very specific. It's these MAGA Republicans, these Trump supporters, that are the problem. Yeah,
0: and so in the bubble that he lives in, there there are a lot of Republicans that secretly don't like Trump, but they go right. along with it because that's how they get elected. So right, so he he he's you know surrounded by people that. You know, basically the establishment Republicans, um, but those people aren't the ones that are winning. So, that's it's that's a non-winning strategy there.
1: Well, yeah, but and but Sarah Palin also lost. So, like you know, there there are there is evidence of Democrats winning, or you know, with potential to win. Sure. So, what will happen? And as far as the midterms go, it's like they could they could have ridden. You know, the, the whole um, the whole abortion issue, like right up <laughs> through the midterms. Yeah, right?
0: and, and maybe maybe they found out that isn't working either because, um, you know, people are having less kids now and uh, maybe birth, birth control is working better. I don't know. Was it not working? I, I don't know, but I, I, I think for most people, it's not the biggest issue in the world anymore. You okay. know, it was it it was in the nineties, and two thousands, I guess. To me, anyway. Okay, but maybe maybe it just isn't a big issue anymore. I don't know. Well, of course, because the economy's shit. So, <laughs> yeah.
1: But it was it, from from the people on the left, right? They they it out, touted out, whatever the word I'm looking for is, uh, a handful of like examples of of people who should have been allowed an abortion, mm-hmm. right? And then being disallowed in their Republican-run states because right. hey, Supreme Court said we could do it, and so the states did it. Um, and it seemed it seemed like a reasonable argument for the pro-abortion crowd to rally, um, maybe some other pro-lifers to their side, right? Like the, I think there was one article where. Um, I, oh man, what was it? The, the, there was body parts missing on the fetus, right? Like, but you, you, you have to carry it to term and then just birth a dead baby because your abortion's illegal in your state. And even if you're pro-life, right? You, ha- you, you might be, you might be swayed by that to say, well, maybe, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe there's more to, maybe there are extenuating circumstances that a blanket law should not be covering uh, and that might sway your decision come, come the midterms. Sure. Who knows? But there seemed a handful of those, right? Like the, you know, the, the 10 year old who was raped and was pregnant through rape, right? Having to travel 400 miles out of state or whatever it happened to be to go get an abortion because her state wouldn't allow her to get one.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. All I'm saying is like that, those were compelling cases that could have swayed, uh, another a, a group, potentially, per, and if they had ridden that right, like through the midterms, like made it their issue, um, and try to hide, try to rehide uh all the, all of the Hunter Biden, FBI, Donald Trump, Mar-a-Lago, all that other nonsense, right? Then maybe they'd have a shot. Yeah, but Mark Zuckerberg goes on. Was it Joe Rogan? And oh yeah, basically makes the claim um that he was that he was informed by the fbi you know not to run certain articles uh and so facebook you know pushed pushed the push them down on the algorithm only to only to walk it back a little bit when the fbi says like no I'm, that might not be exactly what we said and they go like oh yeah i know so like zuckerberg runs his mouth Gets a second talking to by the FBI, right, and then walks back exactly what happened, right? It's like, oh no, they did, they didn't tell us not to run the story. They just told us that there were potential stories out there that might not be valid.
2: Illu- illuminate me on this. Uh, I'm, I'm not so familiar with that story either. I don't uh, know where I prior prior to the election, <clears throat> um, Hunter Biden's
1: laptop got leaked. Are you familiar <clears throat> with the laptop leak, okay. Hunter Biden? Yeah. yeah.
2: Right. Okay.
1: <clears throat> there was, So that was the thing that they didn't want. Um, there was damning and incriminating evidence on that laptop that, had voters been privy to the information, may have swayed their vote in a more Trumpian direction prior to the election.
2: So, why does the FBI get involved at all? That's a matter of free <laughs> press and freedom of speech.
0: Because the Russians made Hunter Biden. Uh, sniff cocaine off of uh, preteens. <laughs> <laughs> so the ba- okay. So
1: yes, sure. The mainstream media runs the Hunter Biden laptop story as Russian propaganda and misinformation. Right? They go like, "This isn't real. This is the Russians interfering with our election." Right. The the Trump as, yeah. as a
2: way of downplaying
1: as a way of downplaying
2: it. The
1: Republicans, on the other hand, go like, "No, this is verified information, right? Like we the 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 sources, you know, are, are verified. The he sent it over to forensics and analytics, and it's all verified. Um, and the FBI gets involved because, well, they're conducting the investigation, right, and into the Hunter Biden laptop thing, and they reach out to Facebook and say whatever it is they say to Facebook, and then on Facebook, um, any story." pushing the Hunter Biden laptop story as legitimate news and verified valid information um, was pushed down the algorithm, which means it didn't circulate as much as it should have naturally as, you know, Republicans and people who like the free press tried to get this information out and Facebook being, you know, the number one social media outlet uh, with claims that they have, they are able to sway elections right? Which is why Russian propaganda wasn't allowed on Facebook because Facebook has the ability to influence an election. Uh, they, they purposefully downplayed the Hunter Biden laptop stories. Well, Biden then gets elected and then it comes out after Biden's already in office that guess what? The Hunter Biden laptop stories were true, right? The Washington Post, like all the mainstream media could no longer maintain a cover um, And, you know, and and admitted that they had misled prior to the election uh, the public on the Hunter Biden laptop situation. Or that new information came out, and yes, now we can verify that it's true. Prior to the election, Russian disinformation, uh, post-election, legitimate news. And look at all these pictures of, as you said, MC, sniffing cocaine (laughs) off of minors. Uh, And the whole the big guy, you know, uh, dealings with China and uh, and the ukraine and you know emails going back and forth where um he'll you know they'll they'll do business together but joe biden gets a cut right Of what whatever business that hunter biden gets into joe biden gets a cut because as vice president at the time he would you know he would see that those business dealings were allowed to go through so it's it is quite a scandal um uh, and Facebook, you know, or at least Mark Zuckerberg, admitting that they participated in the suppression of actual information uh, to the American people in the midst well, of unless. so,
2: you know, you know, of course, very interesting that the FBI got involved with this, but also that Zuckerberg went along with it. You know, <laughs> it's, and, it's not surprising.
0: These, you know. um, so after Trump won, Zuckerberg believed that it was his platform that allowed disinformation to circulate. And from that's the why Trump won. Well, no. from, from anything, really. Right. Um, and so he, for the next election, he assumed it was his duty to make sure that, that basically Trump doesn't win and, uh, you know, used his platform to, to do that, which um, congratulations, Mark, you you won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you <know>? Both times.
1: <laughs> well, the second time, you know, he, the second you know, time, yeah, he's,
0: oh. he admi- he thinks he screwed up the first time. Oh, okay. he, he should have censored more, <laughs> and this
1: was his redemption the second time. Uh, but he also, you know in the in, in the interview, made the claim that while the F- if we believe, you know, I believe that the FBI is a legitimate investigatory institute, right? And if they come to me with information that leads me to believe that uh, on my platform is being published false information, right? Then uh, then it's my duty as you said, MC, to, to suppress that information.
2: So because they're suppressing false information, I'm assuming then he didn't publish anything about the Inflation Reduction Act because it was all false.
1: <laughs> well, no, because that's a Joe Biden program. So, of yeah, course, yeah. That, gets, that gets pushed to the and, top.
0: Yeah. And the FBI didn't tell him to block that. So. Yeah. Right. So. And
1: so the FBI tells Zuckerberg to block, uh, you know, to, to block this information about the Hunter Biden laptop thing. And then the FBI, you know, who who some might claim at the behest of the White House, right, raids Mar-a-Lago, you know, uh, Trump's domicile, and finds all sorts of information, true, false, or otherwise, uh, leads a percentage of the population to view the FBI as Biden's personal Gestapo, right, like, biden says attack or the democrats say go get him and the fbi leaps into action uh at the at their
2: behest i find it interesting about this mar-a-lago that the 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 big headline is oh that this uh top secret information puts at risk what america is doing abroad and it doesn't seem like the media is all questioning, well, why is the U.S. government doing this stuff abroad in the first place? I mean, why, why are they spying? I mean, they, they say, oh, it's going to put at risk all of our spying all around, around the world against all, of our, all these other countries. Well, you know, shouldn't they also challenge <clears throat> why in the world um, they are doing the spying, like when Snowden revealed what the NSA was doing? there were some people who were questioning, well, why is the NSA doing this? And they should be, but they're not, you know, it's not part of the, of the challenge here.
1: Yeah. I hear what you're saying. And at the same time, I want to call that cultural conditioning uh, through Hollywood. Like we enjoy a good spy movie. And part of that yeah, is very the-
2: often in Hollywood. <clears throat> the sp- the bad guy spies are the CIA. You know, this, in, in all the Jason Bourne films and so many films, uh, it's the CIA that's run amok, has done stupid and, and deadly things, in other the country. So, I mean, it's not that the CIA is always the good guys. There are, there are probably more often um, the bad guys in in Hollywood. Vision.
1: It's not that they're the good guys. It's that their their role in the world is accepted as being what it is, right? Like yeah. Americans, yeah. it's not Navigant. that Americans don't need spies, right? It's that the spies should be doing the Lord's work, right? They should be good spies doing the good for Americans, and the movies highlight you know the difference um, of what that is, but it's still necessary. So, no one's questioning why we have spies all over the world, they're, they're protecting those people because they're, they're just doing their job. And now Trump has documents that could put their lives in danger for doing their job uh, and the job presumably being protecting American lives. I would speculate if that answers your question. As to
2: why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you 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 do definitely. I mean, I think this this whole scenario we, we talk about who the extremists are. Well, actually, this kind of behavior, in another point in time, would have been all of what is mainstream it would have been extremist. <laughs> I think mean, considering eight hundred military bases all around the world, uh, the U.S. Uh, involvement and participation everywhere, um, and even accepting that that well. You know, no challenge to Afghanistan and and Iraq. Oh, it was a mistake. Not just a mistake, but it was deadly and and intended. I mean, it was you know stuff you wouldn't tolerate from another country, but this country gets a buy on it.
1: Well, it gets it gets a buy on it from our countrymen, right? Yeah, the, the United yeah. States gets a pass on those things uh, by Americans. I don't think I don't think there's a lot of Afghanis or Iraqis. You know, going like, "Oh no, it's totally acceptable that they just blew up my neighbors and part of my farm," right? You're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and with the with the uh, divisiveness in the country right now, it's I would believe that if the Trump Marlago news came out, right, and you immediately jumped to those questions, the narrative would be. Uh, libertarians are protecting Trump by not looking at the real issue, right? Because you want, you want the bigger picture and they want the narrow focus on Donald Trump, the enemy, Donald Trump, the leader of the MAGA Republicans, uh, Donald Trump, um, the, the enemy of democracy itself. You know, we don't need to talk about you know, the CIA and what they're doing and the spies and all that because uh, already, there's already an acceptance of that but, Don, you know, Donald Trump having class. Of, I saw one headline. Right? And it was like FBI agents unable to read uh, the documents that they seized because they don't have clearance for it. Right. Like, <laughs> Donald Trump stole things from the White House or wherever he got it from that even the FBI uh, investigatory agency isn't allowed to view with because they don't have the necessary clearances. And what, you know probably like the worst excuse Donald Trump could have come out with when the news first broke and the raid first happened was, well, Barack Obama took documents too. And no one seems to be getting on his ass, you know, like somewhere in Donald Trump's mind, what he did was acceptable. Right. And so he's not even, you know, he's not even denying that he took it just that it seemed reasonable to him at the time. And I also don't think that's a smart defense on his part when he could probably rally his supporters to the belief uh, that he took nothing, that the raid was planted, right? His attorneys were cooperative prior to the raid. You know, they, they, you know, they, they were trying to cooperate with the FBI and whatever they were looking for. Um, and because of the raid, right, it is now believable that any evidence that they did acquire was planted because no one was allowed to uh, chaperone the investigation, right? Like, no no attorneys were allowed. No other law enforcement was allowed in the area. Uh, the FBI shut down the, the uh, crime scene, I guess, and only they were allowed to see what's there. And if they're working on behalf of the Biden administration, right, then it's not unreasonable that they would plant evidence uh, of Donald Trump's wrongdoing in order to prevent him from running again in 2024, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll do whatever they they can do to, to prevent Trump from running, which is which is fine, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but that, okay, okay.
1: Let's let's play the hypothetical game, and you tell me as we sit here. You know, closing in on the end of 2022. Uh, you know, midterms upcoming in a couple of months. Uh, presidential elections coming up, coming in a couple of months. Do you see anyone on the Republican side at this juncture who's going to uh, put up any real challenge to Joe Biden? At this point, anybody?
0: <laughs> <laughs> really? They, they wouldn't have to do anything. All they'd have to do is get up there and say, um, "I'm not Joe Biden." Well, it's it's either dark Brandon or me. You know, okay. <laughs> like, isn't
2: DeSantis uh, considered the? Yeah, the, he's the, he's the considered hopeful? the next
0: run, runner up here. But, okay, um, and 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 probably would be, uh, mm, you know, less div- less divisive than than Trump. Um, you know, Trump is really the the character that haunts the left. Like, it's, it's uh, taken over their mind, really. So. Okay. and So you,
1: you think that putting up DeSantis potentially, again, we're way early on, uh, you think putting up DeSantis could, would have enough sway to maintain the Republican base, but also pull in some Democrat votes? Because that's basically what, like, Trump's not, there's no way Trump does that, right? It's would Trump way too divisive at this point. To pull to sway anything from the left, maybe uh, even a, even going up against Joe Biden.
0: Well, it's not it's not about the left; it's about the people in the middle that, okay. that swing elections. So, yeah, definitely. So no, I, it, it 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 has to be obvious to people that that uh, you know Brandon is a, is a complete clown, and every step he makes is a mistake.
1: Okay, and you think that those people in the middle will still get behind Trump again, or they need to, they need someone like governor Ron DeSantis out of Florida to have a chance or do the Democrats run someone else and really like, you know, that's
0: that's what should happen. I mean, like I said, in case it isn't obvious yet, like
2: (laughs) uh, Biden should not run again. I think yet to come will be economic problems. So severe that it's going to be tough for Biden to run again, and um, uh, so I, I think that that's yet yet coming down the, the I'm, road. And I'm an optimist. Does, hmm, okay, <laughs> I,
0: think, I think things are going to get better towards the end of Dark Brandon's reign. <laughs> okay, through market forces or through yeah yeah. Okay. I just I just I I have a feeling that. Um think things are gonna turn around. Um yeah. I mean that's a fair prediction, K S.
2: Yeah, I mean anything can happen. Back in eighty um eighty three, Reagan was experiencing a a big bad recession that was hurting him, but it popped right back in, in um eighty four, just in time for him to take credit for a rebound. How convenient. Yeah. And so the same thing could happen here too.
1: So if it rebounds, then Biden will take credit, and you'll get four more years of this stuff.
0: I, I still don't think Biden would win. Okay. <laughs> Regardless, so.
1: I mean, what are what are your what are your thoughts on the chances that we are in more than just a recession at the moment, but an actual depression?
2: Oh, hard to say. But I, I think we are in a recession. We have been in a recession for. Most of this year, but um, and the the thing that is most worrisome is the the trajectory of inflation. You know, they have printed up so much money that it and it is now um, pumping up inflation that um, makes people very angry. You know, and uh, there's a big response to that. We'll see. I mean, they they say it's tempered. And, I mean, they're doing all kinds of uh, media massaging in order to make it seem better than it is but yeah. uh, i think we've got stagflation facing us right in the in the upcoming election okay so do you do you think that that is enough to sway
1: the election in favor of the right the republicans the conservatives
2: yeah yeah i am i yeah i mean i'm not good at forecasting this stuff because it's always i mean yes it things will happen but well the, the midterms are right around the corner I mean, yeah, yeah, two months away. Um, yeah, I think um, if history is in a guide, the party in power loses big during midterms, and they're, they're going to. I mean, the Democrats control everything right now, and they, I mean, it happens every time. So I would expect the same thing now, especially okay. when, when times are tough. Fair enough.
1: KS, you brought up uh, pre-show some issues with China and the well, weird. you know, maybe
2: something closer to home. I notice uh, I've been noticing this uh, all this news about the the um, the new NASA launch to to the moon. Uh, I I frankly I don't get it. How is it that the public is, uh, still buys into this sort of stuff? Uh, stupid moonshots. Um, I know that the the launch has been delayed
1: a couple of times this week. The the Artemis yeah. one,
2: and I heard that today it, it got. Postponed.
1: Yeah, there was uh, a fuel leak, so it got. Yeah. You know, that was the second delay. It got bumped. It was supposed to launch, I think, last week Sunday, um, and then didn't. I don't know what the delay was last week Sunday, and then the, today was supposed to launch again, and there was a fuel leak that they caught right before launch, and they so they postponed it again, uh, as you said, indefinitely. Um, be more specific with your concern, though. Why, why do the Americans buy into space?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's billions of dollars. They, uh, uh, I could see why they're saying, "Oh, we got to spend billions of dollars in Ukraine," but there's, uh, you know, because they, you know, this is immediate and big impact and all that. And but, but space is such a, um, you know, the the private sector has demonstrated itself very well to to uh, do stuff in space. Uh, Okay, the moon landing is something that's. 40 years old, 50 years old. How long has it been since they went uh, to space before? And uh, I don't understand why why they're getting away with it.
1: I listened to another uh, tech podcast and they now have a space expert on every Sunday um, and then spun off his own podcast, which I don't listen to. So he was on recently to a podcast that I'm currently listening to. And one of the things that he brought up as far as NASA and the government run thing is concerned is he said, well, we need to have the government involved in this because a private entity, especially one as volatile as Elon Musk could just (laughs) could just tire of it right (laughs) overnight and then just move on to something else and then there goes your private enterprise into space so it's good that we have the government involved because then we know Right that it'll it'll stay on track uh, not at the whims of a billionaire entrepreneur
2: yeah, I mean sure that's that's the narrative, but uh, I mean it, it, the previous moon race was propelled by the Cold War and this challenge uh, from the Soviet Union to race to space now the the race isn't there anymore who are they racing okay? I mean, I, I, I get what you're saying. And the man's already been to the moon. So, okay, you've, you've done there, been there, done that. Um, I guess they're thinking, oh, well, Mars, that's the next big, big thing.
0: What they should do is they should tell everybody the moon landing was fake and that we still need to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right.
1: I mean, I don't know if I've, i as a kid, I've probably made a claim at some point that when I grow up, I want to be an astronaut, right? Like that seems standard fare for youngins um i also said at one point when i grew up i want to be the garbage man because that also seemed cool and i (laughs) didn't didn't turn into that either um but it's also been you know 60 years give or take from the moon landing and all that other fun stuff right Mm. and i okay we got there and we brought back samples and then never went back in 60 years and so if we're just talking about like space exploration in general it seems odd to me that it would it was something so important 60 years ago but not important enough to maintain
2: well we've gotten used to everything remote now i mean people do drones uh, for for fighting wars and also Okay. I say oh well now we we can we're capable of doing all this stuff we don't need the person to go there you know to um, and and that's definitely true in the whole space exploration and yeah. activity
0: every once in a while we need a, a person to go uh, do some work on a satellite or something yeah but for the most part we don't need humans in space
1: I mean sure I hear that but at the same time I also remember having the thought go through my head. Right, that if they ever if they ever asked for volunteers for you know some manned Mars mission, knowing it's a one way trip, and you're going to die on Mars, like I would volunteer for that personally. Cool, because the not even let not even for legacy, like I don't even care about le- just to be there and know those things. Right, like that—that thirst for knowledge, for information, for learning.
0: Um, yeah, other people can do it for me. <laughs> yeah,
2: no, I, yeah, actually, which, that's that's cool and a great adventure. That's why the private sector should be allowed to do it if they want to. But then don't compel the other taxpayers to pay for it because they have visions of their own life. You know, yeah, uh, I'd like to have a new plasma television screen. Uh, I'd like to have a new car. It's, oh, I can't because. Somebody decided instead. I got to spend a thousand dollars on this tax to go send somebody else to to space. Uh,
1: yeah. Again, I yeah. hear your concern. I just, it's a, it's 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 not unfounded. It's it seems like caring about NASA should be relatively low on the government spending outcry
0: list. Mm-hmm. Mm, I disagree. Okay. It's it's, it's equal. It's all. It's all clown world shit. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll agree with equal, right? But you got,
1: <laughs> you, you got billions of dollars going to the military. You got billions of dollars going to fight, you know, a proxy war in the Ukraine. You got inflation running rampant, right? And then somewhere down the list is, oh, yeah, by the way, the, did you know they're also spending money on the space program? Like, your, well, your tax dollars going to NASA.
2: The the problem with those kinds of comparisons is that they'll always point to the thing that looks most sexy and therefore use that as the justification for all the stuff that's just crap. Um, And so, uh, you know, the danger about having a sexy item in the list of things is they can put that at the top when they're talking about it and just the rest of it just gets passed because it's part of the package. Yeah. I remember years ago there was a a guy named Neil Abercrombie who got elected to Congress... In Hawaii, um, he got elected on a platform of opposing this multi-billion-dollar construction project for a road, H three freeway to the other side. It was going to interfere with all kinds of sacred uh, Hawaiian areas, and it was going to be huge expense and it was a boondoggle.
1: He was also a very popular local politician first.
2: Yeah, and okay. when he got when he got elected, he he was the single devi- uh, decisive vote to approve that. And, you know, he said, well, you know, and, and all of his his supporters were critical of him. Hey, you you opposed that most expensive road in America when you were running. Now you you suddenly vote for it. And, of course, the obvious conclusion was he was trying to satisfy the contributors to this campaign that were going to help him in the, the next election. Uh, but he said, oh, well, you know, I didn't want to be the one to stand in way of this big transportation package. It was just one thing in the transportation package. You know, so as long as you've got um, uh, a grand and glorious package to vote for, then people go along with all the crap. So uh, I don't like any any sexy items being in there to to give okay. justification to the crap.
0: And not only that, but Na- NASA isn't exactly efficient with their use of of money anyway. So uh, understood.
1: No. <laughs> I guess I'm. This is going to be a t- it's not an invalid comparison. It's just going to be a terrible comparison. So, and I've, I've brought this up on the show before, so this is not new news, right? There's a there's a, a libertarian here, right, uh, locally in New Hampshire. And, we're you know, there's a group chat or a text or, you know, in private conversations or whatever or, you know, meetup conversations. Um, there's the, the, the outcry uh, that the the big tent libertarians, right, is a bad idea. Like what we need to be doing is filtering out anybody who's not a hardcore libertarian rather than being so inviting to anybody with, you know, libertarian-ish tendencies, right? And the, the topic to debate that he wants to lead with to filter out whether or not you're a hardcore libertarian or not, uh, is dog fucking, right? <laughs> like, right there, right, just leave with that. You know, should you be able to have consensual sex with your pet? <laughs> and that would turn off everyone except, like, the most hardcore libertarian. Um, but that's, that, that, illegal, that was the, the goal. Way? What's that? Is is that illegal, by the way? Uh, and you have no idea. It Probably depends where you are, but that's like that's the issue, right? And fine, like that that can be your pet issue, but at the same <laughs> time, right? Like that's not what you lead with.
0: Yeah, but and so you I'm, you, you said it in your sentence already that uh, it will immediately turn people off, and if that's turning people off is your goal, then that's what he was after
1: that's um, what he was after but what i'm saying
0: yeah. is so so you have to flip it and say well what would turn people on to libertarianism not turn people off and i think there's a myriad of issues
1: that you can point to to turn people on to libertarianism before you get to nasa like i don't think uh, i don't think i don't think nasa is
0: well, contentious and- enough and so the with. problem with libertarianism is is based on principle and if principle doesn't turn you on then you're, <laughs> you're lost I mean right. you're okay well <laughs> and so once you get to principle then then you understand okay well uh, NASA so yeah it's it's not really necessary and and we know it's not we know private companies can can do things and, and they will it's uh, especially if they're allowed to you know make more money and keep more of it um, so that's that
1: we just had a hand up in the chat and I was gonna let him in and then he disappeared from the room again. Shame. All right. I get it. Again, I am not I don't wanna sound like I'm disagreeing with you guys on the NASA issue, just that there's so much more to lead with before we get there.
0: Yeah, principle.
1: Yeah. And fine, if you if, if all you're gonna if if that's the claim, I'm with you, right? But we can we can be principled on bigger issues. And then once we get people into like the scope and the realm of libertarianism, um, then we, you know then we can then we can talk about NASA, right? Like I don't I don't have my text open in front of me, uh, but I will share briefly. I received a text from someone, uh, you know, friend of the show, we will say, and the text the, the, the to paraphrase it went something like, "I can no longer tolerate." uh political debates and i went go on like what do you mean and the response that i got back was um i can you know i can agree uh that taxation is theft and all like i can get behind that but as long as we're gonna have taxes uh you know i should have a say in how it's spent right And i went okay like you're moving you're moving in that direction right which is fantastic um but it wasn't the dog fucking that got them there, right? It was something yeah. else, uh, and and you know, if we had if I had led with the dog fucking, they may not have gotten there. But not leading with it got them to that point. And I said, well, what you you are basically now at like the Cato level, right? Like the Cato Institute uh, starts with the premise. In my opinion, they start with the premise that well, as long as we're going to have government. These should be the policies, right? And at some point, uh, you you know, as as your growth uh, from libertarianism, hopefully into anarchism, grows, right? You go like, well, you you have to reject that premise because if you if you accept that premise, that's where you stagnate, right? Yeah, You're always yeah, looking
0: for government solutions because there's I'm, going I'm okay. to be a government. I'm okay with that with that premise, but at some point, you have to realize. If you're, if you're leaning more towards the libertarian side, that you're not going to get what you want. You're not going to get anywhere close to what you want. And it's not worth supporting the system because you're not going to get, your, your voice is not going to be heard in, in how you are taxed or how much you're taxed or what projects get done or don't get done. And if, you know, maybe one of them uh, actually produces some good results, like maybe NASA puts a satellite in the, in the air great you know if if that's where if 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 that makes you go okay now i'm not going to resist because nasa did something i kind of liked then uh eh, kind of boring you know <laughs> it's like right uh,
1: but once put, but, but put, once put you get someone skin there, in the game <laughs> once you once you get someone there right then you can say like yeah and fuck this nasa place right like oh what do you mean i thought nasa was like one of the good government programs and that opens up the yeah.
0: exploration into why. I mean, it's it could be, and and it could be that. Well, actually, if you if you really look into all the stuff that NASA is doing, um, a lot of it is fraud. Um, just like a lot of what you know, uh, people assumed that the CDC and and the World Health Organization and all these things that the U.S. is involved with are are somewhat necessary and going to protect us in an emergency. And they end up completely screwing it up because of course they are because, you know, they're, they're human and they're, they're flawed and they're going to make mistakes. And half of it's because of, of politics and, and looking good. And um, yeah, you know, be, be, before COVID happened, the the rule was don't panic. Don't lock people down. uh, you know, give people information to protect themselves. And that, that's pretty much it. Um, and then, the exact opposite happened. Why? Because what? Bill Gates wrote a book and said lock everybody up harder. <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, are you kidding me?
1: <laughs> no, again, I hear you. I wouldn't. I don't necessarily. I don't think. I wouldn't trust the CDC. Um, but at the same time, like up until COVID, right? It wasn't. It wasn't that
0: divisive an issue,
1: right? Like no, it, it always
0: it, it was, it always was in, until something happens. And that's what I'm saying, the the CDC isn't isn't necessary. The FDA isn't necessary. Um, all this stuff that we're spending money on, um, it's it's they're basically all money spending programs. Yeah. It's designed to take money from people that didn't earn it and give it to people who didn't. Understood. On pr- on principle, I'm with you. Right, But and again that, I, and that's what NASA is too and if, if you really look into it, you know if, if NASA is the one issue for somebody who says, oh this is why I don't you know this is why government is necessary this is why it's okay because we have NASA and we need NASA well invite them to look into it like yeah. really investigate and you'll find out it's yeah it's it's mostly a scam <laughs> and I don't I don't know
1: I don't know aside from that like one space guy, Right, I don't know anyone individually, or has heard anyone say like NASA's the reason why we need government. Right, I have yeah, heard from I've, I have heard from I've libertarians heard that. that it's national that. defense. I've heard from I've heard libertarians that. that it's public yeah. schooling. I've heard that argument many times. That the one good government program is NASA.
0: Basically, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that if, if we didn't have government, we wouldn't have NASA, and therefore, that's the reason. <laughs> How long ago was this?
1: Because already you can point to SpaceX and Blue Origin and Virgin Galactic.
0: Yeah, now like you the, can. There's sure.
1: already market solutions.
0: Sure, now you can. Yeah. yeah. So, was, um, are these But these at, same? The, at the same time, then they would say, well, who, who gives them money? Well, the government, actually, SpaceX does contracts for the government. So, yeah. again, they lead back to the government.
1: Yeah. So, is SpaceX viable, right? Is space exploration viable? In the in the I, private, I don't place. really care. I guess <laughs> you know, so.
0: that's not that's not my issue. <laughs> like, it, and that's why I have to find out. Like, what? Why? Do, why does somebody else care about uh, space exploration so much? Because it's sexy and, Yeah, uh, that's pretty much it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember uh, science fiction a report man. that uh, the moonshot was it the moonshot or the Mars shot? Where when India sent a a probe to Mars, um, it cost less. Than the movie um, that was made in uh, what was that Gravity was the movie made in Hollywood It was like a, a very expensive uh, movie and that and uh, maybe three hundred million dollars or something and then they they spent only one hundred million dollars in India making this moonshot I mean the reality was much cheaper than the film and and uh, yeah. you know the pizzazz about it
1: <laughs> space is sexy because nerds like science fiction right like an actress dies but on film right she was a space explorer so what are they doing they're sending her ashes into space cuz for a few years on tv right, she <laughs> yeah, played an right. astronaut that's right
2: <laughs> yeah yeah well maybe people have to feel like it's a possibility for all the fiction to to excite them and maybe people won't get it well no they I don't. Know, do you um, do you think people would have watched Star Trek uh, and been Star Trek fans even if nobody was actually trying to go to the moon or do space exploration?
1: I mean, personally, I would watch it. I mean, there's there's a lot of science fiction where it's not, you know, it doesn't or have feasible. to be like space exploration, yeah, or yeah, feasible. Yeah, I just that's those are the type of movies that you know that I personally enjoy, and a lot of people do. But do mm. do I? Th- <laughs> But, as again, we're talking about, like, the vast majority of the general population, right? They get excited when they hear that an actress who played an astronaut is going to have her ashes sent up to space. Like, oh, that's, a, that's amazing. You know? And they're sending out her DNA, right? So when the aliens get it, they can clone her and send her back to Earth <laughs> millennia from now or whatever. Don't. Yeah. Whatever. I just, again... On, on principle, I'm with you. I just disagree that that's how you would that's how you move the masses or move the conversation
0: no i I think you do it by getting people to look at the hard numbers, the amount of theft that's involved in running these programs and, and finding out what they're actually accomplishing. Um,
1: yeah so it's, but there's the, that doesn't move people even with the bigger issues, right. People still call for war and bombing brown people, even though that's the vast majority of tax expenditures, right? People still call for public schooling because you can't have a society with dumb people in it. So we're, we're, we're compelled to educate the dullards, you know, look at how much waste goes into that and they don't, they don't care. That's not even the sexy issues.
0: Yeah. Most people assume it's, uh, it's other people's money. So that's, during the that's lockdowns, a, that's a big that's a big uh, hurdle to get over. To be like, no, they're they're stealing from you. Yeah, and I and again, like it's a
1: big hurdle to get over. And I think you raise the hurdle if you lead with NASA,
0: right? During during the lockdowns. Oh, no, I'm, I'm not going to lead with that. It, I'm saying okay, uh, uh, somebody would come to me uh, with that if that if that's their issue.
1: Okay, you know, fair. And, if if someone's coming to you and going like, man, I really like NASA, and and you can use that as a as an in, right? to ex- yeah. Because explain it, to them,
0: because if you can show that their one in is actually um, run horribly and and has a whole lot of politics involved in it, and would be so much better if they didn't exist, um, then you've got them on everything else because that's their one big issue. If I mean, that's yeah. one way of doing it. But
1: I okay. And to be fair, then if that's the, what you're saying. I think that is the best way to get people to move, right? Is to find out is rather than, you know, vomiting uh, theory and principle on people, which is again, uh, self-included right. v- guilty of doing.
0: Yeah. You can't, you can't get to the principle until, until you find out what they care about. Right. And then you, then you apply a principle to that and then yeah. it sticks with it. And that's, and that's actually what got me turned around. Um, during Ron Paul's speech, because I was like, "Oh, he's he's right about the drug issue or the war issue," and then I applied that to everything else, and I was like, "Yeah, I didn't know what I was thinking yeah. prior to that. I was, you know, uh, I was, I was, uh, I was a, a robot before yeah. that, and and now, and now I've been given a brain. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's how I felt, and uh, so
1: and I mean." T- to be fair i I've, I've shared this with a number of people here as well right the original premise of this podcast was to get those people to tell us that thing right we yeah. need, we need to do a podcast mc where we ask status what their favorite government program is and why and then tear their mass, you know tear them a new one right that was that was the original concept it has morphed into what it is, basically due to lack of participation uh, from those status and from you know the uh, listeners or whoever you are out there, um, to the point where I've had friends right in private conversations like, "Hey, you should call into the show, right? Tell me, tell me what you're telling me now on air," and I've been told no, right? Because they don't want to be embarrassed on a podcast. And I went, "Oh, that's that's fair because that's what I would do," and. The fact that you know that's what I would do should already be moving your train of thought, your line of thinking, more in my direction. If you know you have no good argument that, you know, that you can put up against what I'm
0: saying. Yeah. Well, document I mean, a lot of people just are, are not good at arguing, even though they will constantly argue. Okay. Um, and, yeah, and d- depending on if you're accustomed to doing it. Um, yeah know live on you know recorded and understood that 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 might you know give you pause and and it should but at the same Um, time like
1: i whilst explaining this to a circle of libertarians right answers that i got back were as i said public school and collective defense right why are you not an anarchist why are you stuck in libertarianism like what's the one fucking issue that stops you from going like you know what we really don't need the state and the two answers that I got at that table was public schools, public education, and collective defense. And I went, okay. Yeah. Like, that's a good starting point, right? Yeah. Now, can we, now is there any way right, we can convince you that public schools and collective defense uh, can be handled through market phenomenon and not government intervention and move you from libertarian to anarchist? That would have been phenomenal. Right, if 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 this if this show turned out to be that, right, <laughs> as it's as it was as it was originally intended, you know, in in the concept phase, I'm like, what are we going to do with podcast? Are, are there going? still a lot of
0: libertarians that that like public school? I again,
1: I don't know how many there are, but at the table that I was sitting at, right, okay. there was I'll share this. I think I might have shared this before, and I've talked to people about this um, around the time of Pork Fest back in June or whatever was it June? Yeah. June or July, end of June, early July. Uh, I went to a meetup group and there was a gentleman at the meetup and he was like, he was bragging about how he was handing out these shirts and the shirt said, I'm that libertarian. Right. And I went, okay, you know, explain and whatever. He's like, I only give these to libertarians, right? None of those anarchist types, you know? (laughs) And I went, well, this is fucking phenomenal because I'm that anarchist type right <laughs> and so someone did you else have a t-shirt what's that did you have a t-shirt No, I didn't have a t-shirt that. but someone I, I forget how the you know how the question came up right and and they said well someone said like well what's the difference mm. right and I, that's what I said I'll tell you what the difference is this is this is the in my opinion this is the difference right as as an anarchist we believe that there sh- there ought not be any government interference, right? Like the end of the state, period, end of story. We don't need NASA. We don't need, you know, we don't need the military. We don't need whatever, whatever it is. And I said, and libertarians, right? Have their one fucking pet issue that they just won't let go of, right? That they believe in their heart of hearts that the government still is required to do. And for a lot of minarchists, right, it's uh, 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 courts, cops, and roads. Like, that's the big three, right? And this gentleman with the I'm that libertarian t-shirt and his associate who works in the public school system uh, said, like, we need public schools. Because the free market, the the vast majority of people that they deal with are too stupid, ignorant, and uneducated to educate their children in a free market setting like they just won't do it. And, and that's so they I, need to be really, compelled.
0: It's one of my 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 biggest issues is the belief that the other people are so stupid that they can't you know find a way to send their kids to school. That's what it um, was. For for those people. No, I, I understand that. That's what it was. That, that issue that that idea that other people or the other people, you know, are are too stupid to send their kids to school is is, is, is basically, it's basically, it's, it's also reflects poorly on that person, that person's judgment. Yeah. yeah. But they I am so stupid that I believe that everybody else is so stupid <laughs> that they can't send their kids to school. But that's what it says to me.
1: But working within that system, right? They go like, I have firsthand experience in dealing with these people. And trust me, bro, they're too stupid. Right? That's, and there's no moving
0: them from that position. Right. No, I, I get it. I get it. But it's, it's also to me, it's, it's totally defeatist and, yeah. uh, it's, um, it's, it's also it basically encourages, uh, stupid thinking. I agreed. Right. Like
1: I'm with you. I did my best, you know, yeah. at that table to be cordial because it was a room full of libertarians, but no, also I, I to point out the, the hypocrisy and the ludicrousness of that argument. Mm-hmm. And so maybe right as as we talk about in debate settings, right? Maybe the audience was compelled or moved in my direction, uh, but the 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 people whom I was directly inter- interfacing with, I don't believe were moved at all.
0: Yeah, but the the I mean the the whole circular reasoning is to 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 me is is what bothers me the most about about the whole government indoctrination. Yeah. You know, we, we, we can't trust our neighbor. So we need the government to help us trust people because we can't trust our neighbor. Right. So we need, you know, it just goes around in circles because who, I mean, where are we getting these government people from? Right. You know, they're, they're also too stupid to send, to send their kids to school. And so we need them to help us send them to school. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> It seems basic and fundamental to
1: us because we've already reached the proper conclusion. Uh, but there
0: are those out there, yeah. So that's that's to me, that's the 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 root of government is that other people assume other people are, you know, basically too stupid to do anything. Yeah, and and I would say you know ten percent of the population is pretty stupid, like really dumb. Yeah, like you can basically you, you can't take care of yourself, type of. Uh, they need help. But that's 10%. You know, it's like there's a whole 90% that we should be able to go, hey, if there was no government, you would be all right. I got it. So but but they don't want to believe that because they believe everybody else is too stupid. And, you know, that's, that's the, you know, the George Carlin thing. Yeah. You know, you know, the, the, the frustrating thing about being average intelligence, like 50% of the population is dumber, dumber than, than you. <laughs>
1: but for for libertarians it's one issue for republicans democrats it's multiple right they have other pet issues uh that they believe that
0: makes the government uh
1: necessary for whatever but that
0: that that same that same philosophy is is what makes government possible and it's it's the same thing with defense i go oh without the the government you wouldn't be able to defend yourself understood Understood. really like why (laughs) you know (laughs) we couldn't figure that out (laughs) Yeah, so and I, and I need these idiots to tell me how to do it so while let's, going let's, to other countries and, and, and starting shit. <laughs> so let's work on moving libertarians off of
1: their one issue, and when others Republicans and Democrats bring their issues to us, we can set them straight as well.
0: Yep. All right. Good luck with that. No, I've i I'm already I'm already past that. Fair I'm past it. Well, and I'm that's moved like, on. That's I'm, why I'm, in the beginning
1: I said like I'm just I enjoy this timeline. I'm just here for the lulz. Oh yeah, program.
0: yeah. And I think that's. I, I think that's maybe the way it's supposed to be if you believe in a in a, in a higher power. <laughs> Even if you don't, like fuck it, you only li- YOLO. You only live
1: once. I'm going to enjoy this timeline. Yeah. Right. Well, it,
0: by by saying it's a timeline, then you you're <sighs> saying it that these these things are. Uh, what do no, you? No, it's because uh, I'm plans, a fan of plans? Marvel
1: movies, and that's a common trope. That's all it is. Well, there,
0: there's gods in Marvel movies, too. Fine.
1: <laughs> but if there's an infinite number of timelines available for the infinite possibilities... Oh, yeah. If I push this button here, right, that sets into, ch- into motion a chain of events that branch the timeline out inf- ad infinitum, and that happens at every moment of everyone's life all the time, right? Like, I'm just going to enjoy this one. Yeah, of course. Right. Final thoughts? We're way over time.
0: Uh, no good
1: all time right. that'll do it for us then you guys know where to find us Anarchistexperience.com on telegram t.me slash anarchist experience or t.me slash the anarchist experience and if you would like to contribute to the show financially you can do so through patreon patreon.com slash the anarchist experience thank you very much for listening and we'll talk to y'all next week peace
2: aloha